transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. It's nice that that's not, radio. It's not the actual music that comes in. <laughs> we uh we do acapella theme songs on our on if you want old it, heart radio we, podcast. You can hear our uh, scat cover or uh of uh the matinee edition theme. Shoopity bobity bop beep bop bop do doobity dobity dow. Because the world is asking for it, we have to deliver. Then we'll deliver the ska cover. With a ska cover. That would be a controversial track on... Yeah, the bass line, but we can just add horns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that'd be fucking ridiculous. Um, All right, well, this is episode 84 of Matinee Edition. For the first time ever... Actually, I I was going to say we're not going to mention Marvel, but I just mentioned Marvel. Uh, Yeah, since... For the first time since last year's DC fandom, we have... A podcast almost exclusively <laughs> devoted to DC stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, which is so rare. It's so um, rare that it happens. Briefly before we start, actually, I, oh, I'll i do this in the gaming minute. But first, before the gaming minute, whew, heresy. Um, I watched No Time to Die. Ooh. Um, it was a fucking blast. Spectre is still the best one. The, uh, <laughs> we, should, we should do like an acapella theme for everything we watch <laughs> exactly we, we could release a whole album of acapella themes that we'll I, get, I bet a hot dog we'll or two would, would buy <laughs> With look for it on the future Patreon <laughs> um, so uh, no time to die uh, Spectre is still the best movie in the franchise <laughs> probably the okay. best Bond movie ever made let's be real I, 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 off the top of my head not Spectre, Skyfall I was going to say, I was like, I don't remember Spectre honestly, <laughs> no one does which one was that? Was it though? It was. After it was the Sky- one. It was the one after Skyfall. Yeah, it was very meh. Who was the villain in that one? It was uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, that's right. Blofeld. Which, which is like such a shocker because he's usually the new he's one. usually he he has like a more you know he stands out in the parts. Yeah. He's not super forgettable, but you know, seems Scott- like that villain's been forgotten. Yeah. You know, actually, he's in the <laughs> new. Me, he's in the new one. Oh, okay. He has like a relatively significant part. Is he the new Bond? No, <laughs> I will say that there is not a new bond. They're not doing the whole like uh, it's a code name. Type yeah, thing. okay. It's like this is the end of Daniel Craig's story as Bond. Yeah, and the credits end with James Bond will return. Okay, but it's definitely not this iteration. I mean, I, I, I I've never had like a beef with like the way that they've done Bond movies. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care that it's. In this in this case, there's a beauty to the finality of it, and that's cool because like I think other than other than that, maybe like I can't I don't know if they've like sent off 
any other bond. This you is know like, what I mean? Yeah, like, this is like the only one. There yeah. hasn't really been a send-off. It's just they decided not to make another movie with an actor. Yeah, which has always been the case with the franchise when it comes down to like, you know, yeah. this actor's played Bond enough times. Yeah. Now we're moving to like somebody else. You know, so, it, it's uh, a good movie. That's cool. It struggles from some writing issues, but yeah. not enough to take away from what it is. And it's incredibly well-directed. The mm-hmm. movie is visually more appealing than it has any right to be. Like <laughs> it it's like honestly one of the best shot films I've seen like nice. this year. Yeah. And um incredible score they got Hans Zimmer for it. Oh yeah. You get Hans Zimmer, you know shit's going down. Yeah. The um it, it was it was it was a good time. I would definitely put it there with like if if Skyfall's the best, Quantum of Solace and Spectre at the bottom. It's there with Casino Royale, you know? Upper middle. Yeah, yeah, you know? fair enough. It's very good. It definitely, it it scratches the Bond itch, and it's well enough shot that it's also, like, not just a good James Bond movie. Yeah. It's an all-around good movie. Nice. Well, and that's always, like, I mean, especially with, um, I'd say, like, Skyfall particularly yeah. stands out with it, but, like, there is some really great visual Oh, Skyfall's uh, incredible. You know, shoot and shots in that movie. The cinematographer like, for Skyfall was the uh, cinematographer for the Coen brothers. He shot oh. No um, No Country for Old Men. Oh, wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's Makes cool. sense. It I does. watched No it Country does. for Old Men recently. And that, that movie's fucking... That, one that will always hold up. Most Coen brothers movies... Hold up. Will always hold up. Um, I want to briefly... A bit of news outside of DC. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig's other major franchise... Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that he apparently fucking loves are you talking about knives out knives out Two just wrapped filming oh okay wow Um, that happened fast i know it happened fucking fast um so cast we got here obviously daniel craig yeah we've got edward norton ethan hawk kate hudson jessica henwick from game of thrones and iron fist yeah um madison matt maddie something she's netflix actress younger um leslie uh leslie odom well, we have Janelle Monet, oh. Dave Batista, and Catherine Hahn. That's a fucking great cast. It's a stacked cast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Excuse Hahn me. and Batista. Anytime those two like I pop into something these days, it's like actually really it's worth maybe like looking into. Yeah, I know we briefly talked like a few episodes ago about like Knives Out becoming a franchise. Yeah, I un- like I'm excited for it. I understood your mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, it's, well, it's it's one of those things we'll have to see if they've sold their soul when the new one comes out. Exactly. If uh, if the new one doesn't have the same like kind of charm and yeah, capture like that same sort of energy that the first one does. Because the first uh, one was so subversive, it was so it took it was it, a fresh take on a used idea. Totally, totally. It was a really it was a it was a fresh take on a really like on murder mystery stories, and it's just like I don't know. It was, it was so engaging. Awesome. Uh, Me and Kate yeah, watch I, it around Thanksgiving. That, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, there you go. That's, yeah, that, that that's like the ultimate test of just like seeing the movie and then being like, well, did that work? Yeah. Did, <laughs> you know, it's it's not, inevitably, it's not like doing uh, Zoolander 2, you know? Oh, fuck where Zoolander it's like, 2, where, where it's like, you're just like, this never needed to happen. No. Like, sure, Zoolander was fucking hilarious, but no. like Zoolander 2, years later, didn't need to happen. At least this sequel is happening like fairly close to the first one, so yeah. that you can like kind of keep that momentum. And you, you know, know? I, I do think there is, 
especially in something where they're not it's not like a direct sequel mm. it's like pseudo anthology with benoit blanc tying yeah, everything together exactly and it's like i the first night I was out was apparently just a Ryan Johnson passion project. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't think they ever intended for it to be as exactly. wildly successful and popular as exactly. it was. You know? I think they probably had an it idea is. that it would be successful with the cast they assembled. These people, yeah, like it, obviously actors were loving the script. It would be like a regarded, like, you know, some, like a, yeah, like a, a really movie, good independent but, film, you know, but it, it just all of a sudden, I mean, it blew up and it, what for, well, for good reasons. It's and, a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think, like you said, I think it'll oh, just shit, be... Oh, shit, you got a new computer. It'll just be interesting. Yeah, finally finally <laughs> got this DOS upgrade. Fuck, I was like, fingerprints? <laughs> yeah, it's recognizing things it shouldn't now. All right, well, shall we uh, go into our next segment? Uh-oh. Ooh, one <laughs> up. All right. Um, welcome got to the game, game in minute, fellas. Uh, uh, this uh, is... Uh, this it's We're getting into spooky season. It's Ooh. mid-October. Destiny 2's holiday themed expansion oh yeah or not themed expansion but a limited time event <laughs> um free for all players I want to show you the trailer for it because there's some fun movie puns in it and um also will bring us into an interesting discussion about game development that yeah. i want to get your two cents on as less of an avid gamer than myself oh fair enough shall we yeah uh festival of the lost trailer thanks for letting me tag along you're welcome. The Festival of the Lost. I'm, I don't know if they were talking to me Spooky or not. Spooky vibes. Oh. Everyone gets masks of Destiny characters. <laughs> Uh-oh. And dinosaur-themed Halloween armor. What? Dinosaur-themed Halloween armor sounds pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Jurassic Green. The headless ones. Oh shit! Like a headless horseman looking like motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this just looks like it'd be fun, you know. I know it's It's, fun gameplay. So, it's a short trip. Happy Festival of the Lost. It's 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 a it's a little take on Dia de los Muertos. It's supposed to be a bit witty, nothing too crazy, but. As somebody, this is a fun thing that's being delivered to players for free. Yeah. As just sort of an added, like, here's a little something. You play our game. Thanks for playing our game. Yeah. Um, What's so interesting, and why I wanted to bring up Destiny again, as I do in a lot of podcasts, the, um, there was something immensely controversial that was brought up because of this. What's Bungie it? has implemented something called the Destiny Content Vault, where stuff from a few years ago that is no longer relevant to the live game... Mm gets vaulted to either be like refurbed and like reused in the future. Okay. Or in some cases to never be seen again. So they did it for the first time about a year ago. They vaulted a few small areas, small open world areas that they showed the numbers only like 0.01% of time in the game had been spent in those locations. Okay. And the stuff you could earn there was already irrelevant to the rest of the game. It wouldn't help players at all to go back to that. And it was confusing new players. Oh, but like, what, like why is it there? Like, yeah, you don't exactly. Do, you don't do anything. Exactly. You don't get anything. Yeah. Like, it's starting new people at a place beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it still exists. So it was, it was sort of confusing people. 
Yeah. What I find so interesting is that Destiny's been it's been marketed and sort of like played as like a live service MMO, mm. almost like in the World of Warcraft, where you pay a subscription fee. Just in this case, it happened you're paying for one expansion year after year, or you can just do the free mode and just not get access to the new stuff. Yeah, okay. But unlike World of Warcraft, they're pulling stuff out. Yeah, so it's like... It's, it's like you... in. So the stuff, like, as an example, the stuff that got taken out of the game like a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, I paid for that. Yeah. Almost three years before they'd taken it out, yeah. I was one of the people never going to any of those locations because there's nothing to earn from it. But I can also, under, but I was able to understand their logic of why they p- took it out because they were introducing new stuff and it mm. was breaking old stuff. So it was better to delete it, make sure that everything new that people was actually doing was functional and up to a higher quality. Yeah, but I mean, and, and, and it's it's kind of you know it's like the state of a lot of games where yeah. they're constantly changing, but. You know, it, it like it's an interesting point that it's like it's not what you signed up for. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's not it what, was you're, a... what you like the game you bought. Anymore. Exactly. And and that's that's where I think I have a beef with it a bit. Is because I know. it's like it's like you can yeah. really understand why. Totally. But it's still like, and this is sort of the how it's been like approached by the community. You you get it. Yeah. It makes sense. Man. but it still feels wrong yeah you know yeah like it's 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 a very interesting sort of dichotomy of like with games now it's i've always seen the analogy of like there's a bug in super mario Bros. bros three mm. it's been there since release no one found it at nintendo <laughs> it's not going to get taken out ever because it's impossible yeah and it's incapable of being connected to the internet it's going to be always there Somebody, Good point. fuck me, I just oh. turned on my flashlight somehow. Uh, <laughs> um, the Nowadays, a bug, fucking Game of Thrones can have a Starbucks cup and it can get digitally removed. You can ship a bug on day one. Yeah, so many games well. now have a day one patch. Interesting. Like Battlefield's a good example. They're, the day one patch for Battlefield 2042 is like seven gigabytes of bug fixes that oh, were yeah, discovered yeah. since the final like send off yeah. to the distributors. Wow. So it's yeah. it's one of those things of like it's constantly evolving. And it's either totally and it's what's so crazy is Bungie did this first with Destiny and it's getting picked up by people. Oh, like real, that kind of method. That kind of method. Yeah. It's and it's sort of like a Animal Crossing. They're not doing it as much like that, but they're starting to lean yeah. more into like not throwing away everyone's progress by like having a completely new game yeah and which would be so i mean just again like, i feel like that'd be so frustrating like yeah so it's like either you're yeah. in order for it to be sustainable hmm. like because destiny was destiny's now like 45 gigs before they took like a year ago before they took that stuff out it was at like 150 oh wow yeah. which is like three like it's like a third of an xbox like hard drive yeah like now I'm thinking about it. I wonder if that's why my PlayStation 4 is like running slower, is because I, maybe there's some like too many bulky like game systems on. Yeah, there if you're not if you're not running, um, it's the whole thing of like you gotta delete stuff that you're not using. And is totally, it, did the printer just start? Yeah, I think. Welcome, somebody, Matt. Da- Matt, I think, Asia so, I think somebody in my house is printing. Oh, might have a little guest appearance here, but 
it's so interesting the like dichotomy of that and how that industry is changing and that's a sign of it yeah it's like it's gonna rub consumers the wrong way but it might have to just be something that ends yeah. up sticking around yeah i mean i think that's just like the nature of where games are at you know like people want and, and you know it, it's sort of like it's the lesser evil thing like exactly. to do where it's like you get you know new content and you get a, like you know it's a better fair, you still content. get like yeah exactly it's better new content you still have like you know the same type of expansive expansive gameplay yeah uh but it does you know I mean, yeah, it's like it's it's not like going and buying a sixty four game, a Nintendo sixty four game, where you know exactly what's going to be on there. Exactly. Um, and I think that's just kind of like you have to assume that that going into the buy, like new games, new game uh, play these days, is that you just you know. It's yeah, just a whole different. Experience. It's just still. It's so weird, though. It's just, it just feels weird. You and know? What's, yeah, exactly. And that's sort yeah. of it. It's like even though they provide numbers, even though they prov- provide the necessary validation, still be uncomfortable. That's fine. Yeah. Well, what have we got here? What came out of the printer? It says, "Be a modern day warrior. Stop the spread. Mask up and get vaccinated." You heard that f- first. I don't disagree with that necessarily. Hey, <laughs> if you're not vaccinated, don't listen to our fucking podcast. <laughs> But we have a lot of uh, listeners in Wenatchee. Oh, Listen to the podcast. Just get vaccinated. <laughs> Don't be one of those douchebags. Yeah. So um, continuing the game a minute, we have, this is our start, uh, our initial starting uh, into DC here. We've got two game trailers that were released. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, we got the, the Suicide Squad one, and what was the second one? Uh, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Shall we? Suicide Squad first. Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad subtitle killed the Justice League. Oh, a trailer for Free Guy, which we should watch. It's on digital now. Free Guy. No one doesn't like Ryan Reynolds. Let's be real. Ryan Reynolds doesn't like Ryan Reynolds. Well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Guess you win. <laughs> oh, King Shark. The Deadshot. Yep. Harley Quinn. Who's Harley Quinn? <laughs> we got Waller. We got Captain Boomerang. So is that those are probably the main playable characters then? Yeah, they said there's gonna be more, but I assume this is who they'll start with. Yeah, they'll add like other characters as they go, probably. Oh, Boomerangs can teleport to his boomerang, which is sort of fun. I mean, that is interesting. It's, uh, it's a weird brainiac. Like a brainiac? Why didn't they gotta kill the Justice League? It's you know, it's video comic book video games have always been like an intriguing thing. It's yeah. like I feel like they so very rarely have done them right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you gotta think about it. Like, there's just no way that that, that crew could take <laughs> no on way. could take on a single member of the Justice League. Yeah, really, like the one that I could see them being able to beat the most, Green Lantern. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was just thinking about that, like on my lunch break earlier today at work. Look, so that's the Brainiac stuff. Oh, okay, so they're kind of like they're all brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 makes sense, but but they gotta be like there's something like that going on. 
You were thinking about what? Oh, just how overpowered the Flash is as oh, a character. Busted. We'll see this. Like sec. easily the most like powerful character in the DC universe. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I mean, it's interesting. Like they're definitely like. It's it's really interesting to me how the character of Harley Quinn has been like ear. Looks like Wonder like, Woman. She, she's Wonder. been like. You can never go back, like, on her character design after, like, post, you know, Margot Robbie's. <laughs> Zap him. Love all the different takes on King Shark. King, well, yeah, King Shark's just like they've turned him. They've they've turned King Shark into like a fun, a funny character to play with for sure. Like, I mean, my favorite's probably in the Harley Quinn show. Oh, like yeah. I love that version of King Shark. Who is that? It's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Might be also, one. same thing with Bane in that show, dude. I oh, love, I so love Bane in that show. He's just so funny. funny. <laughs> you know, actually, have we seen anything about Harley Quinn? Um, I mean, I know they're make like the, the the other the ne- the next season. Well, like... there was the whole news flash from a few months ago where it was Batman was supposed to go down on Catwoman and Harley oh, yeah, Quinn, yeah, yeah. but re- the DC stopped it. Yeah, they had to wreck on it. Zack Snyder put his two cents into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one point, canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, like that's that's so funny. Like, why? Why pull the why pull like draw the line at Batman do, like performing fucking oral on <laughs> Catwoman like yeah there's been a Batman comic where Bane's had his dick out the whole time that's what I'm saying like there's like there's like all sorts of things you know and it's like it's wait like, didn't Batman have his dick out in like a comic recently I I mean I I think there is like a, a controversial issue of that Whatever. but yeah it, anyway like, apparently yeah well uh, so I mean that game that game will look. Like I mean, like, it's made by Rocksteady. Like, squad did, game looks fun. I mean, yeah, it's made by Rocksteady who did all of the uh, the Arkham games. That makes sense. So they sort of have a history with characters. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, like, oh I, yeah, I wonder like how the gameplay will go down. Yeah, we haven't really seen gameplay yet. That's always like the big mystery for those kind of things. It's like the trailers, like those, look really fucking fun either yeah. way. But it's all cutscenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and like that, you can get like a gist for the story, what the general idea is. But yeah, gameplay. Gameplay is different, man. I watched this trailer. Speaking of Batman, yeah. uh, Gotham Knights, the Court of Owls official story trailer. Um, oh, so wow. Gotham Knights is taking place in a universe where Batman or uh, supposedly died. Uh, oh. Wayne Manor exploded. It's post the death of Jim Gordon. And it's sort of like the remnants of the Bat family. Trying to do their shit together. Can. I think it's Barb. <laughs> I, think it's, it's, I think it's Batgirl. Yeah. Nightwing, uh, Tim Drake's Robin and Red Hood. Okay. Are the four playable characters? That's a, that's a. I mean, that's a good lineup. All of those characters would be fun to play. Like, I go also, around bashing people with. Let's be real. Batman's probably alive, <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we at least get to play as Batman. Uh, you, I don't know. Batman's dead. Batman's, I don't know. Batman's dead. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Apparently, him and Alfred died, and, but I don't think so. They died holding hands. Yeah. Who knows? Going down with the ship. Jim Gordon. They thought they had a handle on this city. They thought. They never did. This is a very gameplay heavy trailer. 
You know, I'll say this. I've always disliked Nightwing's outfit. Really? Yeah. I think it's sweet. I just, I, you know, just doesn't do it for me. I think the Robin outfit looks cooler. Tim Drake's Robin outfit looks sick. Yeah, Tim Drake's in particular, particularly. But no one talks about them. Not a whisper Another penguin, huh? The Court of Owls is a myth. They're listening. Nah, that... Is that penguin? It is, 100%. Yeah. Those owl assassins, man. Yeah, the talons. Talon. You know, I think the uh, there's a feature rat about the development of this game, and the writer of the original Court of Owls run helped oh, yeah. write this game and adapt it. That's interesting. Scott yeah. Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a mind-blowing story, really, when it came out. Yeah. And it obviously That's has become like a... That's a Red Hood costume. Yeah. So spooky, man. Interesting. It's like they're so feral. Yeah, like... Yeah, the, the the talons look like they're, they're fucking intense. If you really want to go down this rabbit hole, you need to know there's no coming back from it. Yeah, man. That I mean, that looks Spooky like it'll shit, be man. that looks like it'll be yeah, a fun storyline to work through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That lo- that looks. I I'd say I'd pick that one up before the Suicide Squad one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Just because, like, that one, I think, like I said, I think the gameplay is more, or the, the storyline is more intriguing. Same here. I know that one's coming out first. I think that's due um, sometime in early 22. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think it, it's definitely more of a direct homage to the Arkham games. Yeah, yeah. You can tell stylistically for sure. Stylistically, like it, uh, and it looks like like I played Arkham Knight because it was on Game Pass. Um, and Arkham Knight, it's very like Batman's a brawler. We see it, we see it all the time. Yeah. But it, that game does a very good job about like methodically planning what you're gonna do. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna throw a distraction over here, sneak through some vents, maybe get above, drop in, pick as many off yeah. as you can, and then the guys that you have to go and bust out the fisticuffs. You eliminate as many of the small dudes first. Nice. Stealth stealth knockouts and that type of stuff. That's cool. And it's like, I think that that's going to be the direction that game goes, at least like mechanics wise. Yeah. And it's so engaging. Like stealth games when done well are so fun. And the Arkham games are known for being phenomenal in that regard. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's how that turns out. It looks, yeah. I don't know. It, it, like that, that was the thing, like watching it, it kind of gave off some of those like Arkham Batman game yeah. kind of vibes like sort of gritty burden esque, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like that it's uh slightly unsettling, but also yeah. a bit cartoonish. Yeah, it totally has you know, it totally looks you know, like a comic book video game. Yeah. Um Speaking yeah. of Yeah. What else we got? Well DC of was Tim just Burton. Fandom for fucking days, you know. I'm gonna skip past No, we're not watching this trailer yet. This is how we're gonna finish it. I like that. That was the first. That was a. The, they were trying to show us a trailer before the trailer we actually wanted to watch. There. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't actually. I'm just gonna skip 
Ezra Miller talking. This is the trailer for The Flash, the first look trailer. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not really interested in Ezra Miller as a person or an actor playing the role of Barry Allen. As well. So, you know, like, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there's that whole, like, whatever video or whatever that was there it is very strange tell me something i'm intrigued is that ezra miller and ezra miller duble ezra miller walking up to a abandoned looking bruce wayne manor yeah, i don't know what the deal is it's definitely the guy that's definitely bruce wayne manor yeah. yeah it's definitely wayne manor but i just think is there like he gets like bruce wayne killed or something so that that suit I don't know how I feel about it. It looks weird. I, I don't like it. It does look weird. It looks like a. It looks like a onesie. Yeah. Well, and it's got to be like the, you know, not his main suit. But. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's weird. It. Yeah. Oh shit. Look at that cow. He ain't yeah. turning his head. No. Nope. Looks better there. <laughs> The CGI is obviously not finished. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like that's, but, but yeah, dude. So that's right. Like you, one hundred percent. Oh, there you go. If anybody, has, what do you think was under there? Oh, Batmobile. Huh? What do you think was under there? The oh, Batmobile. It's, it's the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the, holy shit! <laughs> that's fun. You know, like that, that. I love that shot of that trailer though, when it's just you know. You know exactly that cowl shape. 100%. And you're like, oh my God, that is Tim, that is the Tim Burton Batman suit. Yeah. You know, Michael Keaton is there. I mean, obviously he's been, you, you know, there's all the talk about how, he, you know, he's he was filming his shit and whatnot. But so, and then super also, excited about that. there's been on the Flash set a Batman that much more heavily resembles Ben Affleck's. Well, I've heard that Ben Affleck, I've read that Ben Affleck has actually shot stuff for this movie. Really? Yeah. So that might because be his way of like cutting it out. He's quoted as saying that it was a fun, it was like a, it was great to revisit that character in with like this light where it wasn't like, that isn't obviously a direct quote, but it was great to revisit the Batman character without all the negative pressure that yeah. came with the immediate reaction from Justice League. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, because like, because they're I shooting will say it, this they're... dude, Ben Affleck's Batman was not the worst thing about Justice League. Like, you no, know what I mean? But, but it was be, one of the stronger concepts. Definitely. I mean, it's just, it was just like the fact that, I don't know. It just, it's just like the context that, 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 that his yeah. version of that character was received in and like between Batman versus Superman and, uh, Justice League was just, it just didn't like, I don't know. It just didn't work, but I, I it thought it was a discredit it, to his portrayal of Batman because I yes. did like it. I will say that. It was different. I mean, like, people... Like, I'm not going to get into the whole Batman shouldn't kill debate. I think it's stupid and Zack yeah. Snyder trying to be edgy. But... I agree. The I, intensity I, I, of his performance was very fun. Yeah, dude. You can't deny that, like, that warehouse fight scene was one of the best physical choreography yeah. Batman scenes you've we've ever seen. You know And then I mean? even, like, the shit of, like, he's going to take on Superman and there's him doing, like, CrossFit... Yeah, and dude. like getting ripped. It was yeah, and like trying to prepare himself as much as possible. Very Batman. Yeah, it's just that it's just that rod termination. Yeah, you know. I, and I I thought like Affleck did a good job bringing that intensity to that role. Yeah, um, you know. One but thing, I really hope that they do sort of uh, yeah. bring that back so they can at least give some sort of closure to that character, uh, Ben Affleck's yeah. version of that character. So other Flash, by the way, Grant Gustin. 
No. Oh. <laughs> no, like second Flash in the Flash trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. The is other wear, is wearing a um, it's the Burton Batman suit, uh, spray painted in Flash colors. Oh, interesting. Yeah, people have figured out on the chest you can sort of see some like lines, and mm-hmm. people zoomed in, and it looks very much like he just like spray painted a Flash logo over the Batman insignia. Interesting. Maybe maybe like that's part of the story is like they find. Like the Batcave, like a defunct yeah. Batcave, and you know they just, then, he steals one of those to use or something. And then they have Lara Kent there from the Injustice universe. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that's like a, that's such a wild card. Uh, you know, this like the set photos of her got leaked a while ago, and yeah, um, it's like a cool inclusion, but it's like you also just like this trailer doesn't do anything to further like your idea of what the story might be. You, yeah, it just I mean, kind it, of even it just the, kind of solidifies that it's going to be the flashpoint storyline. Yeah. The sting at the end even is like in production. They're not even comfortable giving this thing a release date. Yeah. And and I mean honestly, I think that's a smart move at this point from yeah. DC because I'm tired of them like announcing shit and, just, and then and then like fucking going back on it right away, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm with you there. Let's talk. I mean, we'll talk about Black Adam in a second, but you know, that's like the perfect example of this whole really? thing. Really? Yeah, dude. Because oh, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. like literally they've been Early talking on. about Black Adam for fucking they at cast, least three they ca- years. You know, well, they cast Black Adam before they cast Henry Cavill as Superman. And that's what I mean. So it's like, they dude, really, like, they the gun like, they're finally going to give us some payoff on that. You know? Can you pause the recording? Yeah, for sure. I need to take a piss. Leave it in. My God. I don't know if you ever had the satisfaction of having the a perfectly clear pee. Oh, I love it. Oh, you just know I am, you know you're crisp and hydrated. So well hydrated. <laughs> I drank so much fucking water at work today. Oh, good. Now this pamplemousse la croix really pushed it over the edge. Oh man, la croix, la croix. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to the matinee edition. Uh, DC fandom, a stu- stupid name for an event. DC fandom. Uh, extravaganza. DC's just why do they have like such a fucking hard time coming up with a name like names for things? Just call it DC fandom. Yeah. Why, like, the why fan is it fandom? Dome? Like, is it? It's not a dome. Welcome to the fandom, brother. <laughs> like I don't fucking get it. It's stupid. Uh, anyway, talking, speaking, making fun of wrestling and DC. Ha. Um, uh, we got the Peacemaker official trailer that just dropped. You can't uh, see him. I can't tell if this was a, a technically dropped by HBO or if it was part of DC fandom. It was DC fandom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dome. But don't. God damn it. Fuck. But yeah, John Cena. I mean, John Cena's Peacemaker was definitely a standout yeah. of this, the most recent Suicide Squad movie. Oh, fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, there's like a little bit of a tease that, like, you know, he was going to be doing a series with James Gunn and everything. And this is the trailer for that, which looks fucking awesome. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we need audio. My God. What does that mean? Truth is, you're supposed to be in prison. For what? Superhero stuff. What's superhero, superhero stuff? Peacemaker. Get out of here! There's no superhero called Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> I do love it. There's a fucking superhero named Peacemaker. What the fuck is Discount Deadpool doing here? Oh, uh, this, this I actually think is like I'm intriguing, right? So it's uh. Vigilante. Vigilante, yeah. His. His costume is a like, it's a bold look. Yeah, but his tonality later in the trailer is very Deadpool. Yeah. This is our new recruit, You don't have to shoot people after I killed them. Dude, I just love. I think it's John Cena's Peacemaker outfit is just so absurd looking. It's so great. Trying to be helpful. Not for us. Time to 
target is Senator Royal Goff. Goff may be traveling with his family. Are you sure those two kids came out of those parents? That's an attractive couple. That one looks like it came out of them, but the other one looks like a butt baby. Stupid. A butt baby. One that comes out normal, and then butt babies. Worse in every way, they come out of the woman's butt. Well, I believe that was a butt baby until you know, 14. Butt babies are really ugly. <laughs> he delivers it with it. such confidence. I will say that. Oh my god, dude. What's that actor's name? That's the actor that played the Terminator T-1000 and T Terminator 2. You're right. What separates us from other killers is we only kill bad people. Usually. Unless there's a mistake. That's yeah, very I, Deadpool. I will, say, I will say this. Did they just like, is, is Ryan Reynolds just doing a voiceover for that it character? sounds like it, right? <laughs> if you just drop that, people actually might like you. Who the fuck is this guy? Well, so that was what I was wondering. Like, it kind of looks like that Cyclone character's outfit. All right, oh, that's from a different, different release. Never mind. But it kind of looks like um, not the Cyclone. Oh, what's his name? From the fucking Suicide Squad movie, the Nathan Fillion's character. TDK. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god. He's, he's hugging this bald eagle hu hugging it. John Cena. Stupid. Yeah, dude, this movie, like, or this this show, it just looks like it looks like it's gonna be fun. It looks like it's gonna be fun. It's gonna have some decent action parts and like. Absolutely, it's you know, gonna, it's like I'm confident I'm going to get exactly what I want from it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and you know, it's just James Gunn delivering exactly the style that you want James Gunn to deliver. Where it's you know, there's like that humor injected into it every every step of the way. Yeah, and I think that's if DC keeps doing stuff like that, they'll start being more successful. Finally. Yeah, I think. Um, it's definitely like if DC can embrace going a bit harder, doing a bit more of like a hard R, yeah. like the Suicide Squad, they're going to get a different audience. Yeah. And it's like, it's something we talk about in multiple context, contexts. It's about finding your niche. And Don't. where specifically your brand shines. DC has always done a bit darker stuff, at least in the comics or when it comes to animation for a long time. Look yeah. at the uh, Justice League Apocalypse War movie where they killed fucking everyone and they had to flashpoint the universe again because it ended so badly. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> like... It's true, man. That 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 particular animated movie was like... That's over... some heavy shit. Yeah. Raven tries to kill herself but gets stopped by a depowered kryptonite-injected in... kryptonite Superman. <laughs> It's some metal shit. Some fucking intense shit. Well, it's true, though. And, like, I mean, I think that, like, you know, it goes back all the way to the 80s, uh, particularly, like, DC being kind of the more, like, gritty, ver like, of the two com comic book companies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that has kind of bled into their thing. But, it's like, you know, for so long, it's, like, worked against them in terms of, like, live action stuff. Yeah. Which I, I never understood. But I think it was a lack of willingness to commit to it. Well, I think yeah, I guess that was probably like probably the main thing. It's like they they try to do this like weird. They they try to do this weird like, you know, one foot in the into like the hardcore shit, and then one foot into like the family friendly yeah. look, and like it just doesn't work because it pulls your characters into too many weird directions. Yeah, you know, 
you can't have a fucking friendly family friendly Batman without it without it being Adam West, you know what I yeah. mean? And like, he still got to kill his parents. <laughs> yeah, the darkest thing about that universe is that Batman's parents fucking die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, I mean, you know, at the same time, there's not like a, I don't know. I just, I think you're right. I think they just need to commit to one or the other. Yeah. And I think in the past, historically, the things that have made their characters successful have been darker storylines. Yeah. And so, you know. Makes it more engaging. That's that's why Aquaman two is now like supposed to be like a quasi horror movie, you know. I like, we're not. Are we gonna watch the Aquaman behind I, the scenes? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch it already. Yeah, so I don't I, give a fuck. I don't really plan to. Neither do I. <laughs> like, um, if you're here for Aquaman commentary, you just you just we it's genuinely... at the very end. So keep listening. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we sincerely. With no malicious intent. I'm just not interested. Don't fucking care about Aquaman. I'm not interested in that. I'm really interested in the new Dune movie that Jason Momoa is in, but not Aquaman. Yeah. No. <laughs> so um, speaking of uh, darker stories, specifically yeah, yeah. ones with an anti-hero that out- overpowers Superman and uh, the little boy that can beat Superman's ass, Shazam. Um, <laughs> we, 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 we we briefly mentioned him before. Back yeah. here again. So Black Adam. Do you smell what Black Adam is cooking? Oh, I smell After seven it is, years? It is stanky. <laughs> uh, so, just really quick off the cuff before we start this. Uh, I love that they're trying to rebrand Black Adam as the man in black. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good tagline. It's too edgy. It's a, I mean, we're, we're about to watch this. <laughs> it's, it's too edgy. This is it's an edgy too, clip. Is <laughs> Have you seen this? Yeah. Let's yeah, go. hit it, hit it. Here we go. Looks like the mummy meets Shazam. Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> I mean, this is a really good first look, I think. I think they did a really yeah. good job picking this clip out. Great teaser. Because, you know. It also it, looks decently well shot. They said that this is near the beginning of the movie. So, like, you're getting like a. They're reawakening full, him? Yeah. Reawakening sequence, which is fucking cool. Yeah, it's a great idea. Rather than having him, like, flying in. Yeah, like. For, uh, oh, I've been around for a while already. <laughs> I've been flying over here for millennia. Like, I worry, though, that this is, like, the darkest part of the movie. Yes, yeah, me too. You know what I mean? They have to ham it up. The Scorpion King? <laughs> yeah, he's got the powers of Anubis still. <laughs> <laughs> Fatality. Straight up. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Yeah. You can see, like, his blood bursting out of his body. Yeah, there's... Yo, The Rock's got the stature for it. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's what got him the role in the first place. He looks was the Because he looks like fucking Black Adam. He's <laughs> been designed for decades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is saying something to testament to The Rock. I mean, the dude does literally at 40-something years old has like a superhero's physique. You know what Did I mean? you see he made them take the padding out of his suit? <laughs> Of course. He's like, there's no way he's going to do that inauthentically. He's like, I don't need the fucking fluff. Uh, Yeah. So it's like, I mean, like, like that. that, The rock's not pudgy. That first clip is really like, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool, like way of introducing, uh, like the, the tone behind that movie and that character that I hope leads through the entirety of the film. But there's also, you know, before the actual like first look clip that we just like watched where he like, you know, electrocutes that cat and 
uh, essentially what you imagine is just destroy all the other fucking explorers that were in that cage. That yeah, they're all uh, dead. Place, but um, you know, there's like clips of like Pierce Brosnan. I thought this was kind of cheesy, but also kind of an interesting perspective. Then, he he mentions there's this clip of Pierce Brosnan mentioning that he you know spent ten years working on Bond movies, four different Bond movies, which were big movies. Yeah. To for the time, like big action movies, and this production is bigger than any of those movies, which is interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an actor with that kind of resume saying Definitely. something like that is Definitely. impressive. It is. Also, it, great casting for the uh Oh for yeah, the Justice it, Society. So like relative unknowns besides Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. I love um what's his name? Like Aldous or whatever yeah. for the Hawkman. Like that dude, I saw some like again, I like I feel like the physicality that 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 character usually has, Hawkman, I think that guy's going to bring it because yeah. which, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah, and just having Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, I just I I, really was, good. I was like originally on the fence about like why Pierce Brosnan, but you watch some of his body of work, and he he's a fine actor. Like you know yeah. he doesn't he's not like super exceptional, but I'm not like upset to see him in anything. You yeah, know I mean? you know, charismatic presence. Yeah, yeah, akin to The Rock himself. <laughs> exactly, and The Rock is like <laughs> real. The Rock's just gonna be the, play- Rock. the Rock's just gonna be Hobbs from Fast and Furious again. The Rock said, I mean, straight up, you know, like in that same sort of promotional piece, whether it's fluff or not, he mentions that like he's been a part of some really big action movie sequences. Yeah. And that the stuff that they've been pulling off on the for this movie has been like the biggest action sequences that he's filmed in his career. Awesome. Which, yeah, I mean, that definitely makes you intrigued because you're just yeah. like... Hey, that... The Rock's also a great hype man. Come on. He is. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to... I'm not going to... Listen, the, the the Rock seems to be one of those people. He knows how to play the crowd, which is yeah. exactly why. I mean, his his character is was the most entertaining man in sports entertainment, or whatever, or the most electrifying man in sports. Definitely entertainment. the most entertainment entertaining man in car media for a long time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and there's the thing, like he just he brings like a, that same energy to everything he contributes it. You see, and, uh, and that's something I can't appreciate about his, about that person is that yeah. he puts his fucking energy. Where his mouth is really like yeah. he puts that shit out there. Uh, I don't, I don't think it works for certain things like his song with Tech Nine that just fucking came out. I was out. gonna say that thing's that? hot garbage. <laughs> it's so fucking lame. It's so funny, and it's like it, it, it's it reminds me of when Shaquille O'Neal started trying to <laughs> break into rap. And like he just had, like he basically except Shaq rolled with Wu Tang Clan, so at least that was like a little more re- fucking respectable. Yeah. Like 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 Tech Nine, I've never been a fan of, but the Rock's verse on that Tech Nine song oh, was it's like so dicey. It's exactly what you'd expect a rock rap to fucking sound uh. like. Like there's no flow. It's just they were just like, okay, just say what you're gonna say, and we'll make sure the beat works with it. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm confident that his rap was probably the first thing they recorded. I almost guarantee so they could it. build around it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Hey, anyway, the anyways. Rock is a, a apparently very nice man. Totally. Could kill totally, us both. Totally. Um, that dude could flex and I would die. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and apparently he's incredibly motivated. Wants to make only stuff that he enjoys and that he thinks is good. Yeah. Good for him. No, one hundred percent. You rap. You're not a rapper. Just don't rap anymore, man. Just keep keep making like fun, fucking charismatic movies and all this shit. You on know? the note, on the note of rapping, did you uh, hear Robert Panson's new track on uh, Machine Gun Kelly's? Not fucking rap. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I was like, oh my god, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> like Dude. that? That would be 
Like, that would be a nightmare. This is like, a DC fandom. This, this is a fandom, man. Everything's Ezra, Ezra on the table. Been, Ezra Miller's been out of rap piece. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Every person with a movie in the next in the DC universe has uh, a rap song with it. Oh, Christ. Jesus. Uh, so, so next, I mean, we do have, like, a, like a, a legit Batman trailer now. Dude. Like, that... Like that first There's one was so that much Batman and DC fan fandom, dude. Well, I mean, Batman, the Batman's Batman the shit. is like, you know, it's the, the driving force behind everything. Should right? we just should we just get into it? Yeah, man. I mean, I I just really quickly I will say this. Um, I saw this tweet, this retweet. Zack Snyder retweeted like an image from this trailer, mm-hmm. and and it was like just like a big congratulatory kind of like this looks sick kind of retweet, and Matt Reeves was just like retweeted that and was just like you know in, in like in awe in yeah. this way and i was like that that's incredible know, that's like what a feeling that must be to like have yeah. like a peer that you really respect like look at the like this trailer not even the movie that you've put together yeah and be like i am so looking forward to this you, you know? know i was thinking there's so much hype around this yeah we got a ton of villains yeah we got robert Pattinson's batman it looks beautifully shot before there was even a teaser release i heard that michael giacchino was doing the score oh man yeah and it's like like, and the score in this trailer is ridiculous, and yeah. that's what the movie has. It's gonna be one of the most like one of the most haunting things about the movie. It looks intense. I bet it looks like it's setting the vibe. Yeah, shall we do it? I've watched this thing like three, four times already. Oh, probably. same. Like because it's the good shit. Yeah, and I'll keep watching it. Um, there is like speculation that the Riddler's character will be very similar to Jigsaw, um, which. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm kind of on the fence about. Yeah. Uh, the Riddler you have creative license with. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get you... too, like, too murdery. You know, like, not like, not like you know, I've got these crazy devices set up. I'm going to quickly uh, pause. Uh, we're both baristas. <laughs> this is a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah, this latte art 100% was either etched or just <laughs> digitally put in there. And, I mean, you can tell by the cup. That, yeah. it, that this particular latte has been sitting for an, for a good period of time. Look at that separation. Yeah, it's 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 not pretty, and I bet that drink is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that said, the trailer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is about Batman. Batman. <laughs> Damn, so so percussive. Like, it sounds like a fucking horror movie. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> Are these, like, Joker guns? Yeah. Just Batman casually beating up, like, 10 to 15 people. With a taser on his wrist? Yep. Fuck. Who is that? Not as intense as I would... Was was hoping for in that moment, but um, I feel like that's the rhythm. Oh, she looks the part so yeah, well. Dude, Zoe Kravitz Catwoman is something to look forward to for multiple reasons. Andy Circus too. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, dude, Andy Circus always worth like when he steps into the fucking light, you know. I love it. <laughs> Take it easy, sweetheart. I need the gabagool. I've heard that Penguin's his Penguin role is very uh, limited, though. I just want to this shot. Not this. This. Oh. Oh. Dude, just Batman just taking assault rifle rounds to the fucking chest while he walks up to you to beat the hell out of you. Shoot him in the jaw! <laughs> Dude, like, are you kidding me? 
After watching him take five bullets, I wouldn't have like tried <laughs> to move my gun. <laughs> Yeah, so this definitely bah, 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 bah. this definitely like reminds me. I feel like he's gonna struggle with like his killing rule in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love this. So badass. I love that it's like a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I've read that this this end shot, man, is so epic. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, like I've read that like uh, Holy shit. It's <laughs> so crazy. It just looks so fucking good, man. It looks so intense. March 4th. <sighs> just yeah. that score. You're right. It's just haunting. Yeah, dude. It's I mean, it just it it gives you the chills like the score does itself. Dude, I just want to see that sequence of Batman walking through like a dimly lit corridor yeah. where most of the light is coming from gunfire. It's such a cool concept it's and plays really cool so concept. well into Batman. Totally, totally. Yeah, there's, there's, you can tell that like visually this movie is going to take the cake. Like it's, uh, I, I still like, you know, they've shown you a bit, like a little bit about yeah. what the story might be. They've basically, everything that they've put out so far, they've shown you the players. Yeah. Right. But you don't have any real connecting pieces, like storyline wise. Like how, why, why, where does the penguin fit into this? Yeah. Where does the Riddler fit into this? And that is, is like that makes me so much more intrigued. Yeah, I'm so glad that they're not oversaturating us with stuff. Uh, it's really yet, up in the air. At least I hope they don't don't in the future well, because I, I hope, think I think it, I hope well, it, this is the last trailer. I hope it is too because because like it. It's a Batman movie, man. You know that he as a detective is going to solve a mystery. You know, leave it a fucking mystery for us. <laughs> this. It's tangentially related, but feeds into it. I want this to be the last trailer because we have the players. Yeah. We know Riddler. We know Penguin. Exactly. We know Batman. Exactly. We know Catwoman. We know that Alfred's in it. Mm-hmm. There might be some surprises. Cool. Leave them. Yeah. Definitely. Spider-Man No Way Home is getting another trailer like a month before its release. Why? Yeah. It's going to sell fucking tickets. Yeah. Leave the mystery. That's kind of where I'm at with it too. Like though, though the hype has been there since the get go with that movie, for instance, where yeah. it's like you know, we want to see like three Spider Men in a fucking trailer. Like we want w- it to happen. Like, I want to go into a theater and have like my dick blown off exactly. when fucking Tobey Maguire walks out. I would rather have that experience. You yeah. know what I mean? Than have it like inevitably pop up online and blast it all over social media yeah. where you cannot escape it. You know? Well, I mean, like, like I'm totally fine with like. Like the random, like haphazard, like Tom wires in it leaked, fucking confirmed, like that type of stuff. Because it's so, it's so, it's it's just the nature of the internet. It's so ubiquitous. People are bullshitting. If you get mad about like finding that stuff these days, it's kind of. But if it shows up in a trailer, you know what's happening in the movie. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's what's frustrating. Yeah, it's like I don't need another trailer for this. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it. I was gonna go watch it after the first trailer. Exactly. Like You've already sold me on it. Exactly. Don't need to. And sell I have me zero plot either. Then it appears Riddler's the primary villain. Yeah, which I you know, which who's, is still kind of a question for me, honestly. I have a question. <laughs> who's the person he's talking to in the cell? We're very deliberately not shown a face. And I yeah. doubt it's the Riddler. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be a number of characters if you ask me. It could be like it could be a scarecrow character. It could be it could be Riddler because oh, it looks like it looks like Paul Dano gets we'll his character gets arrested earlier. And I have you know I have heard they're not. I don't think they're jumping into the Joker stuff, but I've heard that. Oh, dude, it would be so cool. To I've see heard that, like, you know, like like some of those, like, gang members that you see with face paint, like, yeah. that's supposed to be, like, a kind of homage to Joker. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to maybe be, like, graffiti in the background on some walls that allude to Joker existing. Uh, but I don't know if he's, like, in yeah. as a character, you know? And I think it would be, I think it would be bad if this movie introduced the Joker. You know what I mean? Ugh, dude, I'd I'll, love a little... A little like, give me Joaquin Phoenix. Well, but that's let the this thing. be the same universe. <laughs> I mean, that would be the most beautiful thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be the most, the best move that they could do with with like making this movie a, like attaching this movie to anything else that they've. You done. know, and this is the whole thing for me. Yeah. So, um, this was originally supposed to be a movie that was like the '90s ish. Yeah, you know, I, me- I remember hearing. I remember it's present like, that was, day, obviously. Yeah, it definitely and, it definitely seemed like it was supposed to be dated at first. Yeah, but it's sort of gone to more like a present day, but still like a bit gothic, you know. Mm-hmm. With Batman, I'm assuming Batman is in his twenties. Yeah, I think like the quote of him as being like uh, like maybe in his like second year of operation. In this exactly, movie, you know, like a I mean? Batman year two type. Yeah, so like mid twenties ish, let's say. Yeah. Um. Bruce Wayne has zero responsibility. He's not a fucking, he's not like going to college or some shit. Mm. He's, he's like, he just has time on his hands and he's depressed and he's going to go beat the fuck out of some criminals. Yeah. The, um, fucking 20 years after we saw fucking Joaquin Phoenix giving Bruce Wayne a smile. I mean, come on. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix I mean. is not a young man. I could definitely see them aging up Joker having been in prison for a long time. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. They don't even necessarily need to do that to make they you don't. buy it. You know what I mean? Like they just, they just need to, you know, just they just need to make the connection. Yeah. Oh my God, though, dude, like how fucking awesome would that be? <laughs> It'd be sweet. Like, again, I think that's one of the, like that would be like the best move that they could do with like the Joker character for this movie. But yeah. you know what I'm most intrigued by? is that I'm really wondering how like far this Batman is going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, like, is this going to be like the, uh, the proto Batman in, um, Gotham yeah. where he's like nearly going to kill someone. Yeah. He, he finds Joe chill. So funny that Joe chill kill his parents. Sorry. I just, I can't, I'm never going to get over the name choice. Joe chill. And it's, it's with Batman being so iconic, it's eternally going to be who killed Batman's parents. Joe Chill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, it's, it's fucking stupid. Where he finds Joe Chill and doesn't kill him. Yeah. And it's like, Gotham had its issues. That was a very engaging part of the plot. Mm-hmm. And I think that we, we might see something like that with him getting more unhinged and maybe the finality of the film yeah. is him not succumbing to that. I, I agree with you. I think I think that's going to be a big element to this movie is yeah. like is is the idea, and this is something that the Batman character has always had, where it's like, you know, does Batman let that darkness take him? Yeah. Right? Does he just just say like, "Fuck it, I am yeah. I am the night." Like I am fucking like I'm just gonna like be brutal. I'm gonna be you know the best one of the best storylines that I think touches on this is um Frank Miller's All Star Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, when him and Jim Lee put that together, it was like it was it was interesting and controversial because Batman it was showing Batman 
Frank Miller's version of Batman in mm. uh, like some of his younger um, years, rather than like where it was originally Frank Miller's Batman was only like you know post retirement. Yeah. Uh, so you know he was showing they were showcasing some of that and some of the mentality and the inner dialogue that he had was like the thrill of, that he got from like breaking this dude's bones and like yeah. shit like that you know and so it was like this really dark internal monologue yeah and i think that's one of the interesting things about the char- batman character that doesn't always get translated to the screen he's fucking enjoying it <laughs> is that like is that like what if this dude is enjoying what he's fucking doing and he's just in denial yeah exactly and that's and that's a and really also, powerful fucking like it element in, to that character if you it ask brings me. in the whole conflict with batman as well where it's like he's only doing half of the job yeah. Like Gotham would probably be a better place if he did kill everyone. Yeah, I mean, like, and, that, and that's, I mean, uh, it's his when, moral code is inherently flawed. When, like that was Red Hood's argument. Exactly. When Jason Todd comes back to life, like that, that was like he, he that like, big realization for him was just like Batman's just fucking off about like actually doing the right work. Like yeah, he's like he's not doing the whole thing. He's a half measure. Yeah. So Jason Todd shows up, cleans up Gotham ridiculously quickly just by killing, killing a bunch of goons. Off people. Yeah. And then when people get out of when people Batman put in prison break out, they make less of a fuss. <laughs> like it's, it's like that type of stuff. I yeah. think I think it's very interesting, and this movie's gonna be fucking phenomenal. Your yeah. scarecrow comment remind me of one thing I want to say before we get out of here. What's that? Um, oh my god, Cillian Murphy might be playing Doctor Doom. <sighs> dude, one hundred percent down with that. So, dude, one hundred percent down with that. That's I, I would love. That's, I would love a serious actor in that role, <laughs> like a like a really fucking good actor yeah, dude, in that role. <laughs> I thought it would be brilliant for like that's a great casting. But it was um, there's a like the long long running fan cast of like uh fuck what was his name? He played oh he played the best villain in Breaking Bad. Um, oh um uh, Juan Carlos Esposito. Yeah, dude. Like I thought him as Doctor Doom would have been like like that's like a handful sick. of years ago that would have been yeah. like, really on. You know but, like, um oh, man, ooh yeah. wait. Uh, game, return to the game minute. <laughs> um, Far Cry Six came out. Giancarlo oh, Esposito plays the main villain. That's right, man. That's, and, uh, those are all those images of him in like the white and red. Yeah, he's like, playing like a um, he's playing like a uh, fucking uh, Fidel Castro esque figure, <laughs> and you're like trying to liberate a Cuba s a Cuba in quotes esque nation. <laughs> the very Far Cry is never subtle. And uh, especially with the last one, where it was a uh, American nationalist cult that took over a county in Montana. Oh my god! Uh, it was like it was like Christian extremism <laughs> took over a county. Well, good on them for taking that seriously. Yeah, well, they took that shit very seriously. <laughs> um, but the uh, it's like super mediocre, and Giancarlo Esposito obviously had other work, and he's criminally underused. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I mean that dude's a gem of a fucking actor. Like, yeah, he's if you get him in on project, you better use him. Yeah, but yeah, dude. I mean DC really pulled out the stops. Like, like there's there's been so much hype. Yeah, for what they've been working on, that like you know we didn't even and we didn't we didn't talk about you know they dropped some stuff about Fury of the Gods Shazam yeah. two, which looks it was all like, behind the scenes footage. Yeah, and again like that movie looks like kind of in the same vein as the first one. It's going to be a really fun family friendly movie. Yeah, you know, and what I, I mean? well, like the first Shazam is so fun. Totally, totally, and that's like the vibe that they went for. They nailed, they and, nailed I, and I bet they're going to do that again with this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, Aquaman two, not that interested in. Uh, uh, that's our take on Aquaman two. Thanks for sticking around till yeah, the end. Yeah, the there you go. You got um, yours. But the par- Batman, fuck, dude, the Batman is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Um, Henry Cavill is apparently back in as Superman. Oh shit. Um, I mean, again, 
like it would be a Which, damn waste of like of him as that role, dude. He's he's a you, he's, you know a, he's a legit bet Superman. I'll you know say what's that. more of a damn waste though. What that if you opened a box labeled James Bond, Henry Cavill would come out of it, and if he's too busy <laughs> being Superman, he's not gonna be able to be Bond. Yo, but and Idris Elba said he's not gonna be Bond, so we only have Henry Cavill. I heard that Henry Cavill like his interest in the Bond franchise, like it was like a quote or something like that that was like floating around. That was like his interest was like. He would love to play like a villain or something in the Bond franchise. He's too busy doing that for Mission Impossible. Yeah, well, that, that was kind of it. I was like, I was like, I feel like that's just like his Mission Impossible role at that yeah. point. Then, and you know, I mean, he would be a he would be an excellent choice for Bond. I, Fuck yeah! You know. Do you watch The Man from Uncle? Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, again, I mean, like he's he's just his action, his action presence, his physical presence is awesome. is, is is on, and, and I just feel like I just, but I just feel like he is a solid Superman, and yeah. it would be a huge waste to like Toys. not give him the the room to like actually do some more. Yeah, you know, everybody would, everybody wants to see Henry Cavill and Dwayne the Rock Johnson swing at each other Fuck in yeah. their superhero costumes. Especially <laughs> after the weird. Shazam Superman cameo that wasn't a cameo because it was just a random dude wearing the Superman costume. Yeah, it was so... I mean, it just teases you exactly what you want, which is, like, finally Superman in a, like next to, like, some like some big guns that can, like, hold their own, yeah. you know? And no. <laughs> yeah, and no. Yeah, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait some more. But yeah. Either way, I mean, like... Bad edition. I guess they, they gave it to us and we gave it to you. Go play Nintendo All-Star Brawlers. What? Oh. Ha <laughs>